and I'll carry extra boxers. I think that's necessary. The following is a Breaks Media podcast. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to (laughs) another episode of the Extra Regular Podcast. I am Justice Brooks. I'm Kyla, and we are back for another episode of the Extra Regular Podcast, where we discuss all things life and introduce you into our conversations as best friends. Our life. Share some of life's learned and not some learned lessons and be the support we all need on this journey called life. And you can find us on all social media at The Extra Regular. That is at T-H-E-E-X-T-R-A-R-E-G-U-L-A-R. That is on the Twitter and on the Instagram. You can also send us emails to extraregularpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on thebreaksmedianetwork.com slash extraregular, where we are there with a lot of other great-ass Black Ass Podcast. And we'll be back right after this. Okay, and we are back. So, hey, hey, y'all. I know it's not Tuesday, but y'all be okay. This will just flow right along with your Wellness Wednesday for this week. Um, So, I apologize in advance for my voice. It's a little raspy. I uh, got a little sore throat going on, so um, my apologies for sounding like this. Raspy. But, raspy, like raspy. Is that where he got his name from? That's what he said. Raspy. What's his name? Demario. Oh, yeah, and don't got nothing with the but I digress. That's enough B2K talk for this week. Um, so we're going to move into the what's up section. So this week, I just want to um, talk about this article that roommate Allison showed me yesterday. So um, Zeta Phi Beta, a member of the MPHC um, Council, uh, they're known as the Divine Nine. It's a Greek-lettered organization, a Black Greek-lettered organization. They, um, it's been talks and I don't, I haven't done all the research, but I did see that they are banning trans women from their sorority. And so for those of you who get confused about, um, what trans, a trans woman is. So a trans woman is a person who was assigned male at birth, but chooses to identify as a woman. So, um, not a lot of other Greek organizations have, um, national policies for these types of things. And, um, most of them operate under that, that binary of male or female. So I'm really interested to see what, uh, what other organizations do, um, being a part of an organization myself, I am interested (laughs) to see how this goes, um, Times are changing. Things are different from when our founders founded the organization. At the time when these sororities were founded, it was a time where women weren't allowed into these organizations. So we created our own. So I'd like to see if other organizations, sororities, fraternities follow in that and only allow the cisgender or the binary of those 
into their organizations. I'm not affiliated. <laughs> Do you have an opinion? I mean, I just want to know where where the boundaries. Boundaries. <laughs> like where? What what is the boundary? Because okay, it's for women. Mm-hmm. So technically, mm-hmm. it's a man. And it's for women. So, like, where where is the line drawn? And who is able to be in the organization? Um, that's my only opinion. Well, I have a question. That's my question. Mm-hmm. Like, where where do you draw the line? I think that's a good question. Because like, if they identify and they're living their life as a woman and they're choosing to identify as that, then... And if they're recognized by, you know, other places, then who are we to say? Or it's just a, it's a very interesting topic. It's like I don't I don't necessarily think they're wrong, um, but I don't think they're right either. Yeah. It's like, yeah. like you said, when the Zeta Phi Beta <laughs> was founded in nineteen, whenever it was founded, mm-hmm. um, nineteen twenty. I don't think they were anticipating changes. No, not these kind of changes. 99 years later. Um, but I guess that can go even for it. So when they were originally founded, they were for black women only, right? Or no, just but, women. Mm-hmm. Because. It was founded out of, just like anything for for black people, most of all of the black organizations because we weren't allowed to join these white organizations. So we created our own. Right. So now eventually white women mm-hmm. and white men joined these predominantly black, um, organizations. Yep. That's the word. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure it was some drawback with that originally, but based off of my observations, it's, it happens. So, it like you, I feel like there has to be boundaries. Like there has to be a set, like set rules of what you will and will not allow with your organization. If not, then it can continue to become something, something that it was not intended to, to be. That's a fair point. But I mean, that's a fair point. I'll be keeping a watch out for it, just just because. I'm interested in because at some point it will involve me and have something to do with my specific organization. Um, And I don't know if any of the other um, panhellenic panhellenic organizations have had policies in place for that either. Um, So I like to see it. I know how, there's a lot of stigma around um, LGBTQIA culture and sorority and black sororities and fraternities. So it's definitely something that piqued my interest. So if any of you all have any say about what you think about it, go ahead and let us know. We love to hear it. Kyla said no. I love to hear it. Don't bomb it. Okay. Thank you. Uh, do you have anything else for the listener? Well, up? I would like to know why uh-huh. Louisiana no. is shaped like a boot. No, that's really not <laughs> what I was going to say. It just popped up. So, um, Did you hear about 
the gentrification that is taking place on the campus of Howard University and how people are walking their dogs on the yard and using it as a dog park. The Howard University. That's really yard. interesting to me because Howard is in the middle of the city. It's not in the middle of the city, but it's in a, it's not. It's not private. It's, it's not, not. It's private, private, but it's not closed off. Yeah. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Oh, I don't even remember my thought process. Y'all accidentally stopped the recording. And so we missed about a minute and a half of content. My bad. But to answer your question, no, I hadn't read that. I had seen Howard tr- trending, but I didn't click on it. Yeah. I'll be there this weekend. So oh, shit. Um, I'll go yell at some people. To pick up their dog shit. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> We're going to move right into our topic because my voice is getting worse by the minute. Um, <clears throat> as Kyla mentioned a couple of times, the word boundaries. We are talking about boundaries this week. And y'all already know me. So what? <laughs> pick up your face. <laughs> Stop. Kyla. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about it. Please stop. Um, so what is a boundary? A boundary is a, um, a limit or a space to limit or the space between people or it's the limits and rules that we set for ourselves within the different relationships. You see my itch. My one itch. <laughs> she won't even let me get through this definition. <laughs> so sorry. The limits and rules we set for ourselves within relationships. So um, we talk about being able to say no um, and being comfortable to open up, comfortable enough to open up yourself to different people and things like that. So there are a lot of different types of types of boundaries that we set. um, And there are three different common traits for boundaries. So the first one and I sing myself in like all of these. Girl, do you? <laughs> so the first one is a type of boundary or boundary traits or rigid boundaries. So this person is unlikely to ask for help, um, has a few close relationships, avoids intimacy and close relationships, very protective of personal information, may seem detached and keeps others at a distance to avoid the possibility of rejection. You have anything to say about that? That's me. <laughs> That's me. All of it. Every piece. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah. I started reading that and I was like, are they talking about me? That should be my middle name. Rigid Boundaries? Kyla Rigid. Kyla Rigid. All of that. The next type is porous boundaries. So this is oh. a person. Porous. Okay. Like a sponge. Um, this is somebody who overshares information, personal information, has difficulty saying no to the request of others. They are over-involved in other people's problems. Mm-hmm. Um, they are dependent on the opinions of others. Mm-hmm. They accept um, accepting of abuse or, or disrespect. Mm-hmm. Um, and they fear rejection if they don't comply with others so 
Yeah. So this reminds me of, did I tell you, so I went out with my volleyball team down to Westport. No, because you you keep your personal. <laughs> so I went to Westport with my with my volleyball team, and um, I was out way later than I had intended to be. But it was like one o'clock in the morning, and we were at some club, the club that's next to Firefly. Girl. You know? Okay. Um, and so we went in there. I'm we sweating. sat down, and this random girl. Just came and sat at our table and told us her life story. She had no boundaries. Like, she told us the last time she had sex. She talked about how um, she hated her mama. She And I was like, where are your friends? And she was like, well, they left me. I wonder why. Like, <laughs> and she, she sat there with us for the rest of the night. But... Um, yeah, so somebody that overshares their personal information and um over involved with others' problems. You have something to say about that one? No. But I guess my that could be my middle name too. But it it varies with that one. So I don't overshare like homegirl mm-hmm. at the club sweat. But <laughs> I I was not at Club Sweat. With my yeah, you were <laughs> Orlando South. Um, that's up here now. But anyway, um, but with my friends, I, they know all of my business because I don't have boundaries. Um, I don't believe in wearing pants in my house, so I don't wear pants (laughs) in my house when my friends are here. Um, I will text them anything and most of the time pictures and or videos are involved. Very true. (laughs) I don't have boundaries in that aspect, but not to random people. And I think what's good to mention right here, too, is that the types of boundaries that you have depends on the relationship that you have with the people. Um, So not saying that you are going to fit squarely into one of these three these three options. Um, And then the last one is healthy boundaries. So someone who has healthy boundaries values their own opinion. They don't compromise their values for others. They don't. Uh, they share their personal information in an appropriate way, mm, not with that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> and is accepting yeah. when others tell them no. So most of us have a mix, a mix of those boundaries. So I could have healthy boundaries at work. At work, I would say I'm like pretty rigid. And. Um, but with my friends, um, I could be porous or rigid. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And it could depend on the settings. And I also think it has a lot to do with your culture, too. So, Because a lot of cultures, it may be a sign of weakness to share or to overshare. Or it may be looked upon as rude to be rigid. Yeah, that's true. Um I had this guy come in my office. He was from, I don't remember. I don't have to. Please. Because I am 29 years old. You not. I can do whatever I want to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, as far as cultural, I, I can't see that. Um, I had this guy come in my office. I don't remember where he was from, but he was not from here. And then I had this lady who was of the Asian descent and 
he was from Asia somewhere too. I just don't remember the country. But um, mainly with mental health, like they are taught not to discuss mental health at all um, with strangers or within their family. It's just something that is overlooked. So when I have um, clients who are of Asian descent come in, it's really hard to get information out of them. So I can see that. And even within, like, um, I guess you could say not necessarily cultural, demographic, um, yeah, demographic or geographical, um, it changes as well. And I could be even in the same state or, like, northeast versus south. Mm -hmm. I feel like southern... Um, states and cities are a lot more open than the northern <laughs> south. Like a, like a, like a okay. Yes. So, um, do you want to go next or you want me to talk about the different types? We were supposed to talk about the order that we was going to go in, but we didn't. Oh. So you can talk about the types. Because <laughs> I remember that's why I printed it off and then we still never. We didn't. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Uh, so the different types of boundaries is you have your physical boundaries, which is your personal space, your bubble, uh, physical touch, um, and being aware of what is appropriate and inappropriate to you. So, and I think that too depends on the setting of where you're at. So like at work, nobody touches me. Nobody touches the, nobody puts baby in the corner. No, they don't. But, um, I don't know. Like, Kyla and I, we don't hug. Yeah, that's strange. That we don't hug? No, it's or strange to, to hug. Yeah. You don't want to, I'm going to hug you when I leave. No. But see, <laughs> that's different because I have some friends that it would be strange if we didn't. So, for instance, mm. Janae, she's a hugger. Mm -hmm. So, if we seen each other and didn't hug, I'd be like, uh, we got a problem. <laughs> so, you know, that's, I think. It goes back to, like you said, the relationship and how, I guess, the relationship was founded or mm -hmm. I don't know. But, yeah. I don't it, think I've hugged you since your wedding. Yeah, that would, that would be strange. <laughs> it would just be awkward. <laughs> like church hugs. Hey, girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, again, uh, setting your personal boundaries, like Kyla said, it depends on your relationship with the person. And you know what you what you will and and want to accept. My coworkers know not to touch me um, or my hair. They are now very aware to not touch my headpiece or my scarf because last year somebody did it and I reported them to HR for microaggression. So because she knew better, so she should have done. Better. She knew better, so she should have done better. She don't even work there no more. Her bad. <laughs> So set your boundaries and make people aware of your boundaries. Um, there are also uh, intellectual boundaries. So respecting other people and respecting other people's ideas. And I think that comes into play with knowing that you can do your best to understand where somebody's coming from, but you don't have to agree with them. Yes. And understanding that. Everybody's not going to agree with you. So if I don't agree with you, don't try to pressure me mm -hmm. into agreeing or don't make it seem as though I lack competence because I'm I don't agree with you. Like, mm -hmm. don't raise your voice. I heard you the first 10 times. Mm -hmm. I just don't agree. 
So understanding that there will always be differences in opinions and you just have to agree to disagree sometimes. Yeah. You just have to. Or belittling someone because they don't agree with you or they may not be an expert in something that you are an expert in. Yeah. Because sometimes niggas just don't care about what you care about. They're so true. (laughs) They're so true. (laughs) Just don't care. Uh, Next is emotional boundaries. Um, They refer to your feelings or how a person feels. Um, And again, that goes back to sharing, oversharing or undersharing, being able to be vulnerable and developing a relationship. And again, that can that can be disrespected when you belittle somebody or if you invalidate how somebody feels. Yeah, true. I forgot what you said, so I was thinking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what you said. Okay. That's it. <laughs> uh, next, we have sexual boundaries, and that refers to the emotional, physical aspects of sexuality. So... Knowing and being aware of what it is that you like and being able to portray that to your partner and then being uh, receptive of your partner's limits as well. And those can be violated and that's that don't do that. That's all I got to say about that one. I have no comments on sexual boundaries. Zero? Zero. Zero. Okay. Um, and then, uh, the last one I want to talk about is time boundaries. This is the one that I'm just like, Ooh, I hate when niggas waste my time. And by niggas, I mean everybody. Um, so just be mindful and respectful of other people's time, your time, first of all, and then respect other people's time as much as you respect yours and, um, for yourself, setting enough time for yourself. And being protective of that time. Your turn. <laughs> time boundaries. Okay. Well, um, I had social social boundaries and okay. spiritual as well. But Let's I talk think, about it. Um, spiritual kind of ties in with um, intellectual and emotional. Okay. So being entitled to believe in what you want to believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then social is being entitled to have your own friends, have your own interest and your own um your own kind of your own viewpoints. Mm-hmm. So everybody like I said, niggas just ain't interested in what you're interested in sometimes. So um, respecting other people's desires to fulfill whatever goals, dreams they have. Um, but with boundaries, I really wanted to focus on boundaries with ourselves. So most of the examples we gave, we talked about how we set boundaries with other people. Like, mm-hmm. don't touch my hair. Mm-mm. Don't hug me. I'm a hugger when I leave. <gasps> <laughs> don't argue with me or belittle me but I will not disrespect your boundaries I will not hug you get her (laughs) y'all but we didn't talk about the boundaries that we set for ourselves and I Mm -hmm. think that is very important I think it's very important because I I I fell 
at setting boundaries for myself mm. tremendously. Um, so I wanted to talk about that and how I think we we set our boundaries based off of those that we are in contact with and then based off of our own personal limits. Well, we should, I should say. So if you know that you can't do something because you don't have the knowledge, you don't have the time, you don't have the resources, don't agree to do it anyway because you just going to stress yourself out. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, I just realized, like, I really suck at setting personal boundaries. Personal, self, like, self boundaries for Kyla. Yeah, so, like, for example, if I say, I'm not going to, this is very vague, I'm not going to use my phone after 11, Mm -hmm. and it'd be 11.03. And I still got my phone with no anticipation of putting it down. So I was reading this book. It's called Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. And Mm -hmm. one of the chapters, she talked about trust and responsibility. So um, she was saying, if you can't trust yourself, then how do you trust others? And she broke it down to those boundaries. So. If you tell yourself that you're going to work out three times a week or you write this list for yourself to have these things accomplished at the end of the day and you only checked off one out of those 10 things and you make excuses with yourself like, oh, I can do that tomorrow or that's really not that important. And then you get to the next day and it's like you still don't do it. Mm -hmm. So you lose that faith and you lose that trust in yourself. And it's like if you can't trust yourself, then how do you expect someone else to trust you? And I was like, bitch, you just told me everything about myself. So that really made me just think like, girl, do you trust yourself? And I was like, girl, sometimes. So it just really made me think. And I was like, I really need to set and establish boundaries with myself and my time and my space and my energy. I wish I could see. <laughs> um, don't judge me. So I guess like some of the examples I would have is like I'll say I'm not going to do this or I'm only going to do certain things. And then someone else will ask me a question or ask me to do something. And I'll be like, yeah, I'll do it. And I really don't want to. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I feel like I, I should because I'm a shooter. So I was thinking That's about a bad that. Word. Shutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what my therapist told me. Mine too. She said, "Girl, you are a shutter." <laughs> I was like, "Well, I could be a cutter." But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about that, um, and I think I was thinking like, "How do I or where did I go about setting boundaries for myself?" And I think I based it off of what I saw or how I saw other people set boundaries mm-hmm. for themselves or how I saw them operate. So um, growing up with primarily women and then primarily my mom, it's like she did everything. It was, no, I'm tired. I'm going to take a break. So it's like, well, when I start to get tired, I'm like, well, I'm really not that tired. I can mm-hmm. keep, keep going, going because, you know, I can. <laughs> I, I physically can. But you, I take out that mental aspect. Like, bitch, you tired. So chill. But I don't know how. I don't know how, how to sit down. Chill. No. 
So I was just thinking about that aspect and then always wanting to not necessarily be a people pleaser, but I feel like I'm a fixer. So if someone comes to me with an issue or problem, then I have to fix it. It's not my innate response to listen. I'm like, okay, so she got a problem with X, Y, and Z. How can I solve mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z? Instead mm-hmm. of just listening, I'm like, okay, girl, well, have you tried this? It's like, okay, so I got a list of things <laughs> for you to try. So that makes my mind never stop. So I was like, I really have to set boundaries with myself. Um, I think it's, for me, it's more so um, not feeling like, a failure so I feel like if someone mm-hmm. around me even if it's not me personally but if someone else that I'm close with or have a, a good relationship with if they are struggling I, I don't know it's like a representation of me like well if they're struggling mm-hmm. and I have resources or tools that could help them not struggle then it's my responsibility okay. so I take on too many responsibilities they really don't have anything to do with me, <laughs> per se, but I make it. Oh, I'm a narcissist. You feel responsible. Yeah, so I, I don't want niggas to be out here struggling if I can unstruggle them. Yeah, I said it. Unstruggle. That's the <laughs> name of the episode. I don't know. So I, I don't know. I think that's that's where it comes from. And that's then when you were reading the types of... Mm-hmm. The traits or... When you're talking about the rigid, yeah, the, the trait, the common traits. Let me see that. Um, one of them, I was like, oh my god, that's so me. Rejection. So rejection is a huge, huge mm-hmm. issue. Um, I don't do rejection well at all, and I take it personal. <laughs> so, um, I, how can I explain this? I don't know. So to avoid rejection, sometimes revoid. Did I say revoid? It's okay. Keep going. Did I say revoid? If I did, <laughs> to avoid rejection, sometimes I will avoid, not revoid, avoid confrontation or avoid mm-hmm. conflicts because I don't want to have to deal with rejection. So that's not healthy in itself because I'm not always as expressive as I should be. Because I don't want my thoughts or opinions to be rejected, even though th- my thoughts and opinions are going to be rejected sometimes. So I feel like my life is a huge contradiction. I am a huge contradiction. Just like extra record. <laughs> <laughs> so, like when you were reading off all of these, I was like, oh, they're all me, but like how? Because I think we all. Nobody's just everything. But how can you have healthy boundaries Mm -hmm. if you um, are detached from, well, I wouldn't say romance, but you detach yourself from other people or if you're dependent on the opinions of others? Like, because I think you have, you have, (laughs) excuse me. You have boundaries. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> you have um, you set your boundaries in different places and with different people than the, the people, <laughs> different people. And depending on your relationship with somebody, you can have a healthy relationship with someone, but be lacking in so your boundaries. So in a 
in an intimate partner relationship, your sexual boundaries can be spectacular and you all communicate very well about those, but your emotional boundaries to that person could be fucked up in all kinds of ways. But then how does that go back to... So you're healthy and valuing and you're not compromising your values and your your sexual boundaries. You are... Um, you know what you want, what you need, and you can communicate them well. But then when it comes to intimacy, so intimacy is more than just physical, right? Is it? Is it? I know that, girl. Mm-hmm. I know that. Girl, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can avoid that that intimacy in close relationships. You can um, be protective of actually how you feel about other things going on in your relationship and you can be detached you can be detached from somebody but have the best sex of your life with them i mean technically you would have to break the detached down to like emotionally detached yes or, so i mean i feel like everything is a contradiction because if you break things down uh-huh then it it just don't it don't match it don't it don't work it don't it don't it doesn't fit <laughs> But anywho, that's all I got. I wanted okay. to talk about self boundaries and how we set those. So okay, obviously I told y'all I don't set personal boundaries. I mean I really do. But you do. We could myself. just improve on them. We both could. Girl, I don't know how. <laughs> um. So, do you have anything to say before I go into how to know. set personal boundaries? It depends on where you're going. I am. Just go again. I said. You know I'll talk over you. Do you have anything (laughs) to say before I go into how one should set their? No, go for it. I have a section on setting boundaries as well. Okay. Well, first is to know your limits. Mm -hmm. That was my first one. Where do boundaries already exist and know what they are? Yay! That's all. Yeah. (laughs) Where do you already so know your limits? So. Where do you, um, where do boundaries already exist? Like what, what kind of boundaries do you already have? And then know how they're working for you. Yeah. So yeah. What you said, knowing what you like and what you don't like and a way to determine is to just think about previous experiences or situations and how they made you feel and kind of picking out why they made you feel that way. So I don't know. For example, I'm not a hugger. Well, that's a lot. It depends on just don't hug situation. Me. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> true. But, you know, let's say a stranger walked up to you or one of your coworkers hugged you and it really made you feel uncomfortable, but you let the hug take place anyway. And then after it, it's like, why did I do that? So just thinking about those situations where you question your actions or question what you said, how it made you feel, and that can kind of help you identify your boundaries and then let you know where your limits are and where you're, what you're okay with and what you're not okay with. Mm-hmm. And so. to that, I'll add. So after you feel that way, letting in your specific example, letting your coworker know because now that they hugged you once, they're gonna try to hug you again. Mm-hmm. So but letting them know and making them aware of like, hey, I really didn't like that. Don't touch me. Thank you. And so the article I read talks about creating a boundary chart. And I just don't 
think that's necessary. However, I do know people who probably would create to. a boundary chart. Um, I think Justice would because she likes to have itineraries and schedules and lists. So <laughs> in that, they talked about going, shady, <laughs> <laughs> going back to your boundary charts and revisiting them because they evolve over time. And I think I think that is that's factual. Um when I was younger, there's no way that anybody was about to touch me. I, just, I don't know. I just, I get this feeling when people touch me. But my husband's family, they're huggers and they're very um, huggy. So <laughs> that was different to me, but now it's a norm for me. And I don't feel uncomfortable or feel itchy. <laughs> so just in that example, but as you grow older, as... Um, you have different experiences as you get into different relationships. Those boundaries can evolve. So just being mindful of that and going back to your boundary chart if you're justice and marking some of those things off and adding. I love you. Sure. You have anything you like to say? Nope. Miss Chart Lady. <laughs> All right. Do you have, you want to go into your next one or shall um, I? Go ahead. Okay. So the next one is be assertive. Mm-hmm. Be assertive. <laughs> um, <laughs> and with this, this is letting people know how you feel um, and not being afraid of of what their response would be. I was just breathing. Quick cheating off my test. <laughs> yeah. So the only way to let somebody know how you feel is to tell them. I mean, they can't know if you don't tell them. So just being assertive about what you do like, what you don't like. Um, and if you feel comfortable with it, tell them why. But you don't have to. Um, yeah, just mm-hmm. let, let people know. Yeah, so that's, that kind of ties in. What you just said kind of ties in the two things that I have. And that is be okay with saying no to people. Um Sometimes it'll be difficult for you to deal with telling somebody no and then being upset, but you have to think of your boundaries and what is healthy, healthiest for you and saying no may be that for you. And then also kind of piggybacking off of what Kyla said, um, you can't explain it to somebody, but don't feel obligated to explain. You don't know anyone in explanation about your boundaries. If you feel comfortable enough to let them know, because some of us have those those physical boundaries because of things that have happened to us. And I may not be comfortable enough to share that with you, but just respect me enough to know that I said this is something that I don't like. So please don't do that to me. And sometimes I think people feel guilty for speaking up on on their boundaries or Mm -hmm. or being assertive in a sense. And, like, the article I read has some examples. They were very minor, but it kind of made you think. Um, So one of them was, if the waitress got your order wrong, asking for what you actually Mm -hmm. ordered. So, and I'm guilty of this sometimes. I'm like, okay, well, I asked for salt on my fries. That's a lot. I asked for my fries not to have salt on them, but they have salt on them. And to me, it's not that big of a deal where I need to have my fries recooked. I can just shake the damn salt off, even though it's irritating. Meanwhile, 
if you put salt on my husband's fries and he told you not to, you're going to remake the whole meal because he don't play. <laughs> <laughs> he don't play. Um, or like if the cashier were to give you, not give you the exact change, be like, hey, you didn't give me the exact change or hey, you gave me too much change. I don't know if people say that. I do. I do too because I don't want their joy to come up short and then they be fired. Right. <laughs> um, let me see what the other examples are. It says, did a friend do something to hurt you? Ask them to meet. Well, you ain't got to ask them to meet you at lunch. But explain. Let's have lunch. No. <laughs> explain, explain what it was that hurt you and not just let it slide. Because if they don't know, most likely they didn't do it intentionally mm-hmm. if they're your friend. Um, and if they don't know, they'll probably do it again. So just mm-hmm. just getting up, using your words. Yep. To express your feelings. Yep. That's what I got. That's it? Oh. The next one is practice using your words. So Everything you just said. Yeah. (laughs) If you're not usually assertive, um, I think some people can feel as though being direct is being rude or being mean. Mm -hmm. But it's not. It's all in the way way that you say it. Right? Is that what I'm trying to say? Yes, how so. you say it, not what you say. So you can say, um, don't touch my hair. Or, I, I mean, like I the probably would one. say it's just a Yeah, <laughs> it's a second one. That's not a good example. Um, what's another example? I don't know. Just telling people how you feel. Yeah, and so to go along with that, this is something that I'm working on in therapy myself is um, – Apparently, I'm overly considerate of people's feelings, so I'm very good at expressing how I feel, but apparently, I lack the tonality of it, so, like, I would be pissed, but you would never know it, because I would just talk to you just like this, and she was like, well, sometimes, girl, you gotta raise your voice a little bit, and, you know, be a little bit more stern, so make sure you're actually getting your point across because sometimes people won't understand how you feel because you're trying to make it too receivable. Quotes from Dr. Skiles. Yeah, <laughs> there's that. Um, and because I'm afraid of rejection as well. So I try to make it where people will still not be mad or not talk to me because of what I said or how I feel. I think sometimes we have to just step back and take the emotion out of things. We overthink things. Mm-hmm. Um, I do it and it's really not that deep. Like, <laughs> I was telling myself that especially something happened at work. Oh! I needed to call in because I was not I, w- I just needed to call in y'all. And I feel bad for calling in because I'm like, well, I need to be at work. I can do X, Y, and Z. And I was telling myself that I need to detach my emotions. Like, it's it's not that deep. Like, if you need an off day, you need an off day. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you all of this PTO and expect you to not use it. So I had that whole conversation with myself verbally. Like, girl, you have PTO. Use it. Mm-hmm. Everybody else at your job use it <laughs> all the time. So what's the problem? I was like, well, and well, I'm over dramatic sometimes. Like, well, they're gonna. What did I say? And James was like, 
<laughs> what did I say? I could see his face. I don't know what you said, um, but I could see his face. I don't know. I said my co- or my uh, supervisor is gonna be mad or something like that, and he's like, "It's not that deep. Just call her." Because it took me like three hours to call in. I just sent emails. I won't be in today. Yeah, I, I mean, I was it. texting her. I was like, "See y'all tomorrow." <laughs> I don't know. So after that. I really had a conversation with myself, like, take the emotion and take the, not necessarily the emotion, but the emotion. Just take it out of the situation and just do what you got to do. And then I was just thinking even further. And I was like, I feel like a lot of women in particular attach emotion to things that don't even really need to be mm-hmm. attached to. Like, girl, just call in. Because let me tell you, when James needs to call in... I was like, how did you do that so fast? <laughs> I be mesmerized. He's like, I just called in. I won't be here. I'm like, that's so cool. I'm like, you don't have anxiety after that? He's like, no, no, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to be. I want to be like you when I grow up, y'all. But yeah, just taking some of that emotion away. And I think that would help with being assertive a lot and not overthinking, period. <laughs> anything else? Y'all want anything else? I lost my other one. Well, I'll just keep talking. Uh No, you can go ahead. Okay. Well, just to piggyback off of what you said, um, it can just know that setting boundaries is uncomfortable and it can be difficult, but it needs to be done um, just for a healthy relationships with anybody. So, healthy relationships with your friends, your families, your partners, um, coworkers, kids yourself but i think my main point was just to think of yourself first mm-hmm. be and selfish it's not, it's not selfish be selfish um <laughs> it's not selfish because you have to think about your mental state when you put yourself in situations or do things that you really don't feel like you can do you're only stressing yourself out mm-hmm. um when you do or when you allow things that you're not comfortable with, you're only stressing yourself out because mm. then you think later, like, well, why did I let that happen? And then you start overthinking. So think about yourself. Think about your your feelings and think about um, your reactions to certain things before allowing something to happen. And then, as I always like to say, be real with yourself because if you can't trust yourself, then who are you going to trust? So when you write those things down... Do it. Do what you say you're going to do for yourself. Treat yourself like you would treat somebody else. Um, for me specifically, I'll tell anybody like, oh, I changed my mind. But kids, I absolutely will not. If I tell a kid I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it no matter how tired I may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my instances, think of myself like I think of the okay. kids that I promise <laughs> to do things for because I'm not going to not do it. So, yeah. girl. Do what you put on that damn post-it note. Act like a kid wrote it. And do it. And do it. Give a kid to write it so you can see it. Girl. No. I'll be like, <laughs> I just know they wrote it anyway. <laughs> and, like, it could be even something with setting the alarm. I'll be like, okay, I'm not going to press snooze. And then I press snooze 15 times. And then I'll be late every day. I think the the key to a lot of the these things to to setting personal boundaries is to take it, you know, one step or one day at a time, and don't fault yourself for not following through that one time. You can always start over. And you can always try again. So, like for me, I don't get on social media after five o'clock on Fridays until eight o'clock on Monday. Like, 
At first, yeah, it was difficult because I was like, ooh, it's the weekend. What are people doing? I don't care. I really don't care. I really don't care. So um, it was just like, okay, girl, you really don't even know half these people. So get out, get off your phone and get outside and live. Go do some stuff. And now it's just a habit. And I, it's Tuesday, and I don't think I've been on <laughs> Twitter. Um, I hate and, Twitter. But... <laughs> It's yeah. irritating. For business for business purposes. Oh, I know Twitter business. <laughs> but yeah. So But I think that can be abused. Like if you say, Okay, well I made a mistake today, like for instance, if you're gonna go on a diet and you fuck up today, I'ma start tomorrow. Then I'ma start tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. And then two months pass and you still gonna start tomorrow. So it comes a time where you gotta be real with yourself, like, okay, I need to do this, so mm-hmm. I need to do it. And at times, you don't want to be too hard on yourself because everything new is different. So it's going to cause some changes and it's going to cause some adjustment or you're going to have to adjust. But you can't use that. Oh, I messed up. I'm not I'm not going to give up. But then eventually that'll just become redundant and you'll. Yeah. And I think the article that we got that was in common talked talked about that in a sense of don't forget about the consequences of you know overstepping your boundaries <clears throat> so you gonna start a diet you gonna start a diet you don't you eat what you want boop there go five pounds there go seven pounds that's the consequence so um yeah don't forget about the consequences or the cons of overstepping those boundaries you said what you said i did and that's it do you have anything else for z people no (laughs) so quick it's my boundary (laughs) well that is it for this episode of the extra regular podcast i am justice brooks i'm kyla and you can find us again on all social media at the extra regular that is at T-H-E-E-X-T-R-A-R-E-G-U-L-A-R. That is on the Twitter and on the Instagram. You can also send us emails to extraregularpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on the breaksmedianetwork.com slash extraregular with all of those other great-ass, black-ass podcasts. Um, I already told y'all where y'all can find us, so bye!